Hey guys, this is the fourth episode of the Will and Cody Show. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We're really enjoying doing this. I think we're going to keep doing this more often. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and Google Podcasts as well as Anchor. Still not on iTunes. We don't know what's up with that, but we're trying. On I- iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but we appreciate you guys listening. Um, we're going to uh, kind of go over some current events, I think, today. Uh, but first, Will, I wanted to ask you, how was your day today? It was pretty good. Uh, it's the end of the month. And so if you work in accounting or finance, it's usually pretty busy. It's either the end of the month or the beginning of the month. So that's kind of the crazy time. So it's been kind of crazy lately, but it's been been pretty good. Today was tough. Uh, as you mentioned, current events, it was tough to stay you know, away from the phone and looking at all the memes or tweets yeah. today because it's like you can just tell when there's a lot going on or when like something's going down on the internet, yeah. you know, you can just tell. And That's so why I asked, you know, Twitter, like doing... Reddit stuff, like it's, it's sometimes like, okay, I got to put this down because I have a lot of work to do. But then, yeah. you know, once I was on my lunch break or, you know, got done, it's like, okay, let's check out what's happening today. Yeah. That's why I asked because like I'm, I'm on like Reddit and, and Facebook and Twitter in between calls with customers. I don't recommend doing that. But today was just an interesting day. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, today is uh, the 28th of January. It's a Thursday. Uh, when you hear this, it'll probably be a couple of days later. So you may know a little bit more than we do right now. Um, so the world may fall apart. I have no idea. But uh, but right now, to to our knowledge, we're going to try to explain this the best we can and give you a little bit of, of an idea of what we think and moving forward with, with what's happened. But um, there's a subreddit called... Uh, Wall Street bets, and um, I don't. I'm not saying that I recommend you going onto it or anything like that. But it's just a, it's a group of guys, um, group of guys and gals that are just kind of making um, financial decisions that I wouldn't say we quite agree with. Uh, but that's what they do. But recently, in the past couple of days, they have been pushing to buy GameStop stock uh, ticker GME. And their reasoning is because there are some hedge funds out there, and we'll explain what a hedge fund is in a second, uh, that are shorting GameStop stock. And I'm going to let Will explain shorting right quick before we continue. Yeah. So basic idea is you're either long a stock or you're short a stock. So long is what we typically say with like buying a stock. So you uh, do good if the stock price goes up. And then shorting is just the opposite. So you... Uh, do good if the stock price goes down. So usually you short a stock when, you know, either they're about to go bankrupt or there's some negative news in the market, or you think, you know, they're doing really well, but they're going to start doing really bad. Um, So you're basically betting on the price to go down uh, instead of normally you're buying when the price, you know, when you think it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. So if you own, you know, if you own some, if you're shorting a stock, um, you know, these particular hedge funds were expecting the stock price to go down. So they're betting on that. Gotcha. Yeah. So these hedge funds are shorting these, uh, not just GameStop, it's um, AMC and I think like Nokia and some other things. And then somehow Dogecoin, which is a cryptocurrency, uh, meme cryptocurrency is uh, somehow in the mix. But um, yeah, these stocks are now called meme stocks, by the way. So we may refer them to as meme stocks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, they're attached to these hedge funds. I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, I think uh, company uh, Citadel, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, is one that that is that owns one and is running it. Uh, but a hedge fund's kind of just a really risky 
um, opportunity, I guess, for, for certain people. It's not something that you can publicly trade. You usually have to know somebody to become part of one. So you can kind of think of it as like a mutual fund with some extremely risky, you know, betting something into or, or shorting and or buying really risky stocks or really anything. A hedge fund could be anything. It could probably be racehorses or, you know, I don't know. It, it could be anything. A cryptocurrency. It's just or very exclusive, I think, is the main main thing. Yeah. Usually it's, you know, you got to know somebody or it's pretty high dollar um, to get in. So not your regular thing that, you know, everybody could get into. Yeah. But it, it acts kind of like a billion we're saying where people pool their money and then a, a manager will invest that on their behalf. Um, but it's very exclusive. Yeah. It's not something like you and I could get on at all. You know, we, maybe we'll start one ourselves. No, I'm kidding. But um, beyond that, there's no way. Uh, but anyway, uh, so these hedge funds are shorting these stocks. And so uh, for whatever reason, we'll kind of go into what we think, why the reasoning is, but just for now, uh, they're shorting or, with them shorting GameStop stock, uh, these guys at the subreddit, uh, Wall Street uh, Bets, are spamming, basically, uh, GameStop stock, just buying as much as possible. And of course, you know, when people buy a stock and, and, and there's a, uh, when somebody wants it, then that tends to get the price to go up, right? And so... You know, that doesn't quite reflect GameStop as a company right now. And so we don't believe that obviously the price that which is, I, be, I believe it's like $180 and it was $480 today. Um, and I'll look at it in just a sec to see what the exact is. Uh, we don't obviously believe that represents what GameStop's worth because I believe they were about two bucks a couple months ago. But with people wanting to buy this, it, it's just kind of brought up that that value. And in a way, it's kind of sticking to these hedge funds, not just the way that shorting works. You know, if you're betting that it's going to go down and it's going to go up, you're losing a lot of money. And so there's a lot of hedge funds that are losing a lot of money. There's a lot of things that are happening today, including memes that we are really enjoying. A lot of memes. It's <laughs> really funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we kind of explained hedge funds, I guess, in, and then we kind of explained uh, the short. So really... Uh, I guess their reasoning, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the reasoning is kind of like a, just kind of stick it to them. I guess they feel betrayed in a way uh, that uh, there's been some aftermarket um, trading that's been going on. And so, um, and you can explain this better than I can, but um, uh, this subreddit is very like upset about this and therefore are buying so much GameStop stock, AMC, uh, Dogecoin for whatever reason. And these things have skyrocketed. And there's a lot of volatility in the market right now because of this. And in, the, in these stocks, you know, there's not not everything hasn't affected everything yet. But uh, but yeah, and a lot of it, I think, you know, could have been due. There's definitely benefits associated to, you know, hedge funds or those with a lot more, you know, money or access than maybe your everyday person. So I think it can be rooted in that um, some of it, you know, is can just be social class. I think like people saying like, hey you know, you've kind of benefited for a long time and we don't seem to be getting those benefits. I think that could be uh, how some people are thinking about it. So yeah, I think that idea of, yeah, sticking it to the man, um, kind of getting paid, you know, I don't know if it's payback, but like we want a, a piece right. of it, what they feel like, you know, maybe that yeah. not been able to receive. So I think it's a little bit of maybe that motive in it, but definitely the, uh, you know, 
trying to get back at those, you know, the 1% or, you know, they always have that vision of those that are up there. Uh, so kind of sticking it to them, I think it's definitely behind, you know, yeah. And today there's been some, some proof of some uh, shady stuff going on as a, re- as a result of this happening. And uh, what's going on right now is technically a short squeeze, which I'll let, I'll let you explain it um, as well. But to my understanding, it's just when um, a lot of people pull together to buy in to make an asset jump in value forcing those that may have shorted or or were hoping that or would benefit as this company would would go down or the stock price to go down forcing them to buy in and so um you know creating great losses for um those people and in this case the hedge funds and something like this has happened before this isn't something new uh this happened in um 07 and 08 i believe with um um uh, ETFs that were attached to the housing market and some things like that. So, but yeah, um, is that is that a good explanation of a short squeeze? Okay, good, good. I did my best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and um, uh, kind of a I guess fuel to the fire has been some tweets by some uh, higher up people like Elon Musk and um, uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, there we go, Mark Cuban. Saw uh, like yeah, I saw quite a few. You know big names jumping in kind of on both sides. Some people are like, okay, this is a little out of control, you know, um, getting all these people to invest together. And then other sides were like, Hey, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, you guys stick it to them, you know, kind of group together. So kind of on both sides, but it's definitely like, it seems like it's gotten a lot of attention, especially from, you know, even some, from uh, some big names kind of be jumping yeah. into this uh, given their, their take. And it's been mentioned during a white house briefing. And um, members of Congress have have tweeted about it as well. So, uh, with 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 pretty um, differing viewpoints, but uh, most are towards the the subreddit and saying that they're doing something of uh, good, in a sense. So, but um, the the thing that I'm not a day trader. I guess we need to put that out put out that put that out pretty quickly. Uh, we're not day traders, and we're not we're not big fans of it. Um, we think it's it's extremely risky, and uh, we don't want to say that it's like gambling, but in some sense, you, it could be seen that way. And um, so, it's not something we do. We we think of long term investing. Um, if you're going to be buying and selling something, that's really trading. That's day trading or swing trading. And then, if you're buying something for the long term um, uh, benefits, then then that's you know long term investing, and that's what we focus on through. Um, IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, um, retirement accounts attached to mutual funds, ETFs, or index funds. And that that's kind of our, our focus, what we believe works. Um, it's just a proven plan. And we've, we've been over this before. It's, we've, got several, we've got the last podcast, we went over this. Yeah. So we're, we've, we're yeah. Not, we don't promote this, what we're saying. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's up to every individual. Um, you know, I think if you know what you're doing, you know, it can be a possibility, but I just think um, man, there's so many things, rabbit holes I want to go down. I just love the long-term perspective of, um, there's just some ease to it of like, you know, putting a plan in place and you got your, um, you know, it can work and you know, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably going to work for you. Um, and it, there's a little bit less stress involved in it and having that long-term perspective. Um, and then honestly, sometimes it's, it's just, so it can be very hard to time things. Um, you never know when the perfect time to buy or sell is. So the long-term perspective erases, you know, a lot of that. 
And so I just say, I'm not opposed necessarily to someone if you wanted to day trade. Um, I just see say, be very, very careful uh, in doing that. And then with as far as these particular stocks go, I just say, um, keep your uh, retirement investing like we, we try to push, you know, we take 15% towards retirement and we like either index funds or mutual funds um, invested in that. And if you wanted, if you're like, I absolutely have to put some money into these meme stocks and, and see some uh, kind of be a part of it. I'm just going to say I would treat it like gambling because at this point, it's not based off of the value of the stock itself. It's all just about like, oh, let's go buy this. Oh, let's go buy that. Let's bump it up. So if you're doing it, just sort of try to make a quick buck. It, I would treat it as gambling. So don't put anything in that you're not willing to lose. Because my perspective on the market is the market will always go up in the long term. As a whole, if you invest in, um, you know, as we say, the, the stock market, if you invest in that in the long term, it's going to go up. But in these specific cases, when you're you know, investing in these stocks and they could go anywhere based on how people are feeling that day, um, you know, if you're not willing to lose it, I wouldn't put it in, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So I think yeah. plenty of people will come out of this really rich. I think some people will make some money. Um, those that are looking to it, if those that are looking to send a statement a message, maybe that message will get across. But for those that are jumping in just for the money, um, I think you know some will walk away with a lot, but I also think a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. And that's the unfortunate thing of this. And so we'll kind of see at the end of it, um, for those that, you know, were looking to make money and didn't, it, it could really hurt a lot of people. So I just say, be careful. Um, it's definitely interesting as far as the message side of what they're trying to say of like, you know, trying to make a point, but I'd say if you're doing it for the money perspective, I, I personally would look at it as, as gambling. And I know people may differ, but it's just kind of, um, how I see it at least. So yes, plenty of people will make money, but also plenty of people are going to lose a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And the people that usually make a lot of money, this is their full-time job. I mean, they're, and there's, there's, there's day traders out there. I know some and they make money, but it's, it's very risky. And, but I, like, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to, to giving it a shot though. Um, if you want to like buy a couple of stocks of Coke, or if you want to, even if you want to get into the meme stocks here and, um, and, you know, go into this GameStop thing just just to see what happens. I I've done it myself. I put I bought a partial share for twenty bucks. Or I'm trying to. We'll get into why I I didn't this morning. Uh, but um, I tried to just just to kind of be updated on what's going on, just to see what was happening. And you know, if it turned twenty into forty, I might go take my wife out for dinner, right? Uh, but <laughs> the bulk of my investments is is not in that. It's it's in you know, a Roth IRA that's attached to a mutual fund that has a good track record and and it's got the best potential I'm not saying there isn't risk in it but the best potential to um, increase as i age and hopefully hit 65 and retire so that's kind of that's that's our perspective as far as as is day trading it's in this situation but uh yeah. and i'd say no, i, okay. I do want to make a quick note um sorry that i was just thinking I'll, I'll need to look up um as far as the specific things i'm referencing but i'd say just do some research on long-term investing and there's a lot of research that's been done as far as like matching it back to, you know, what we say, like beating the market or the S&P 500, um, as far as different strategies or, you know, different ways to go about it. And there's been plenty of research done. 
Um, and so you can look up a few, you know, results. There's a few, um, you know, that I just point out that say like, Hey, over the long haul, <laughs> you know, you may make some quick wins, but you're going to lose some, make some, lose some. So about average, usually index funds or mutual funds usually end up, you know, right there at the top, but you're, you know, the amount of worry or, um, you know, anxiety can be a lot lower. Um, so that's just my thing. So if you want to take a portion of maybe what you say you're investing and mess around with some of these things, I won't fault you for it, but if you lose it, just be willing to lose it. Mm -hmm. Um, but with the rest of it, man, it's, you know, knowing that it's, you know, have confidence in your plan that it's a long-term perspective. You're not worried about these short-term up and downs. Um, yeah. but you'll get there in the long run. And I, I viewed the subreddit today and there's a lot of people that are stressed out right now. Um, uh, they've got, uh, the, the, I guess their leader, I, I forgot what his subreddit name is, but, um, or his Reddit name, but he is, uh, I think he's like 14 million or something, uh, something crazy that, that he's earned from, from this. And of course, his, his whole thing is about the movement and sticking it to the, the hedge fund owners and, and investors and the 1%, uh, according to them. And so uh, his, his, he's not there for the money. But there were some people that were, and they were showing their, their Robinhood accounts, snapshots, and I saw hundred thousands, a couple of 16, 20,000s, and these people were, and it was all in GameStop. And that's cool. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Sometimes I kind of was this morning, I was like, man, I kind of missed out. Yeah, I mean, but uh, there's a lot of stress going on. And so, yeah, some people may be millionaires, but a lot of people going to lose money, like William said. And um, uh, if you just do the long-term plan, it's a lot less stressful. You don't have to worry as much. You don't really need to worry what the market's doing. Uh, you just kind of see that trend. And, of course, if you want to you learn more about that, um, our last podcast, we talked about the strategies um, for, for long-term investing and stuff like that. So definitely go back to that if you're interested. Yeah. And I didn't want to say definitely the differentiating there between, you know, people that are jumping on this to make money versus to make a statement. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we're kind of separating of like, if you're, you know, the people are doing it to make, you know, make a statement. It's like, okay, you know, I understand that people doing Absolutely. it to make money. That's the where I'm saying like, Hey, yeah, you know, be careful just jumping in thinking that you're going to make a bunch. And so with that, you know, with the statement part, that's, the, I think the other thing we wanted to talk about, you know, briefly, mm -hmm. it's not really our focus. But I was just talking to, you know, just, uh, you know, think about it and talking with others. And just so it's an interest of, of ours. And so we might as well share it, you know, here in the, mm -hmm. in the podcast. So it's, it's a little out of the box of what we normally talk about. But, um, you know, we did want to talk too about kind of the stuff that went on today as far as, you know, maybe what some regulators or some platforms they took and how that kind of affects everything. So this is a little bit of a macro kind of big perspective, not really our mm -hmm. normal thing of yeah. budgeting, you know, emergency funds and saving, but it's something that we're interested in. So hopefully it's a little bit interest to you guys, but Cody, I wouldn't know if you wanted to share a little bit with that. What yeah, absolutely. Today, um, um, kind of, and, then we can and, go into a little bit what we think about it too. Yeah, sounds good. And right before we recorded the podcast, I went to my wife, I said, Hey, uh, we decided we're going to talk about current events. She goes, no, you're not going to talk about margin emergency funds. So I think she's happy. We're going to talk, talk about something about different. different. But yeah, so uh, last night um, I was hearing about the the memes. A friend of mine showed me GameStop stock. He's like, dude, look at this. And I, I had, I've been focusing on work in, in our company, so I haven't really looked at uh, the market. And I was like, whoa. Like I, I went to GameStop or went by GameStop and it was kind of closed. Um, I do this doesn't make sense. And I look at like, I'm looking at it right now. It's um, 
$193 right now. And the high was 483. And just uh, six months ago, it looks like it was four bucks. Um, so that's that's huge. And so I, as a as a guy that's interested in economics and finance, I was like, I gotta investigate. Well, all last night, um, I'm studying subreddits and stuff like that. And so um, a buddy of mine were like, you know what? We kind of like the movement, and I won't. We'll, we'll get into the movement more in a little bit. Um, but I was just like, you know what? This is kind of cool. Let's just kind of jump in a little bit. Not a lot. Let's just throw 20 bucks in there. Robinhood lets us have partial shares. I just want to see what happens. Maybe in the next day I make a couple bucks and I can take my wife out. So, you know, no big deal. I either get a date or I lose 20 bucks. It's no big deal, right? So, anyway, um, I placed my orders last night for some AMC, GameStop, a whole bunch of other stuff. I split like 30 bucks, split out from all the meme stocks. And I get woken up. I slept in this morning. So right, right when the market opened up, I'm getting all these emails saying, your order's been canceled, your order's been canceled, your order's been canceled. And I'm like, what? Uh, you know, I, w- I was supposed to wake up a millionaire. What happened? And so <laughs> I, I go, I call, or I text my buddy. I'm like, hey, dude, what, what happened? And he goes, it's happening everywhere. And I go to the subreddit, and Robinhood basically shut down, I think it was like nine stocks, uh, not shut down, but like just, just did not let you access them. If you had stake in them already, you could sell them, but you couldn't buy more. And other, one, other people that wanted to buy more, they couldn't. And uh, for me, I couldn't even find the GME ticker in their list. And so I'm like, well, okay, this isn't good. And so doing some studying, um, and you know, I'm, I'm not super educated in this. It's just, I still had a job today. I had to work. So I just doing studying between breaks. Uh, but yeah, they basically halted um the uh the ability for for these traders to be able to to trade in gamestop and amc and some others um and i think even dogecoin and bitcoin was affected somewhat and so and some of their excuses don't seem quite um legitimate and so um and a lot of people are skeptical about what's going on and the subreddit is 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 already filing lawsuits and uh, putting up complaints to the SEC about Robinhood. Come to find out, it's not just Robinhood. My mom, then last night, I texted her, and I was like, hey, AMC's going to blow up tomorrow, just as a joke. And she's like, okay. And she buys like a couple shares just for fun. And she wakes me up, and she's like, what happened? <laughs> it's in half. And come to find out, it's because nobody could buy, and nobody could, could pull together and, and continue the short squeeze as it is um because Robinhood and um, other platforms like, um, I don't know if these are exact, but like TD Ameritrade and I think Vanguard and, and some other places. So anyway, so kind of interesting. And um, that's, in, in my opinion, that's not cool to, to wake up and not be able to make a trade. I may not be okay with, with people day trading all the time. I may think it's gambling, but it's a free market. You should be able to do that. And the fact that I woke up and I couldn't do that kind of bothered me a little bit. So I'll, I'll stop blabbering. I'll let you. you, you no, 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 you're good. Good story. Um, yeah, I think it's a little concerning, um, you know, from the standpoint, as you mentioned, this is supposed to be a free market and that's kind of how it's been set up. And so if people restrict access, you know, to it, 
and it's, you know, details are still coming out. So this is based off the info that we have now here at the, the 28th. But as it appears, it appears that um, kind of some hedge funds use a little bit of their influence um, and sway with some of these companies. At least that's how it appears now. You know, mm -hmm. more info could come out um, to restrict the access to these, um, these certain stocks. Um, some are saying it's just a usage that so many people were trying to buy it. I, you know, I don't know. That sounds, you know, um, mm -hmm. a little, a little fishy, but, um, you know, what appears is they're trying to restrict the access to be able to buy those stocks because they were losing a ton of money. The, the hedge funds that were shorting it were. Um, so it kind of appears they muscled a little bit and kind of use that, that power that they have to, to restrict consumers, um, access to these, which would be a huge thing. Like that's, um, you know, that'd be a very big deal when you have yeah. a hedge fund being able to influence what a, a market or, you know, what a platform is able to offer. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of an analogy, but, um, it's kind of like somebody that, uh, you know, if you just wanted to buy Coca-Cola in the store, so let's say you go to your Walmart and you want to buy Coke. Um, but for some reason, I don't know, this is a, trying to think of an analogy on the fly, <laughs> but some reason somebody didn't want you to buy it, that they, you know, could just come in, not Coca-Cola, but another company could just come in and tell, you know, Walmart, Hey, no, you can't, you know, they can't buy that. And mm -hmm. so it's just like, that's the whole thing set up to be a free market. And so it is very concerning that, you know, they can restrict this access. So a lot of people are hating a lot on specifically Robinhood that's taken a lot of the, the heat, but there are other platforms that also had this um, yeah. restrictions in place. So um, we'll kind of see what comes out from it. It'll be very interesting to see how regulators and stuff react to this. I think it'll be, um, you know, it could be a, uh, um, a very statement kind of thing where they side mm -hmm. with one side or the other. Um, as far as regulation going forward. So it could be pretty interesting. I just think it's kind of groundbreaking uh, in my opinion. And so we'll see where they stand. Um, you know, I think it'll make a precedent for the future on kind of how Absolutely. these things are treated. Um, so it'd be very interesting. I, at least from the info that I've seen now, I'm, I'm not a fan of restricting a free market. So not right. letting people buy something that they're allowed to buy is definitely concerning. So I hope there's some other details, but um, you know, but it, it, if not, it's pretty concerning. Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts other than that. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I put myself in these people's shoes. I was like, oh, we're gonna keep the meme going, you know, with my twenty bucks. And you know, it's interesting. You, you give that analogy. It's like I walk into Walmart and I can't buy a Coke. And like uh, you, you may think in one sense, it's like, well, they're you know, they're their own company. They can make decisions about what kind of products they want to give out. Yeah, it wasn't a great but, analogy, but no, 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 no. You're it is. I mean, that's that's what some people are thinking right now. They're saying, well, Robinhood has a right to do that. But when it comes to finances, when it comes to there's some there's regulations. It's called a free market for a reason. And, um, you know, there has to be legitimate reasons why Robinhood cannot provide a service that they just did a day ago. And the legitimate reasons are not being given. And some people are even saying, and I did some research, it looks like it's correct. The um, Citadel um, that has one of the hedge funds is uh, somehow linked or invested or something to Robinhood or the CEO of Robinhood. So it's, it does look like these hedge funds had some sway in the market and, and causing these certain 
platforms to to and these brokers to stop. And if I'm not mistaken, brokers are not allowed to restrict access to something without a very, very, very good reason. And losing money is not a reason. Right. Or um, not even them losing money. It's their, you know, their buddies yeah, losing yeah. money. It's not, not even, even them. them. Yeah. yeah. And right now they're losing their their uh their base, their customer base. Um I personally was like not cool with this. And so I and a buddy of mine were like, okay, we're gonna give him a bad review, right? So we give him a bad review. And then uh I open up the Play Store, uh Google Play Store, and it's like a one point one review. And I'm like, Yeah, we did it. Yeah, it got hit with the bad review. But then if you look at it right now, as of ten o'clock or ten thirty, yeah, ten thirty, it is uh like four stars. And apparently Google took out a hundred thousand reviews, including mine and including my friends, that affected the review. So that's also interesting how Google and, and big tech, I guess, is involved somehow, some way. Cause you know, why does why does Google care about the review of something, right? So, you know, that's not really finance related, but it, it kinda is. And so that's why I'm why I'm sharing it. Um and so it's it's a little concerning, um, but my opinion about my investment strategy has not changed. Um, just because, you know, even if something like this really affects the market, we have a huge crash or we have a dip or something like that, another recession, you know, our market's gone through a depression and a great recession, you know, and of, you know, 2008. And therefore, uh, America has proven that it, it, always comes back. And so if you look at a long-term perspective, way more than, than 20, 30 years, um, everything works out okay. I'm not saying that there isn't risk, but um, it's, it's worked so far. And so my long-term investment strategy is not changing. Um, however, as a fan of the free market and wanting people to do you know, what they want and, and be able to, to make investments and maybe play around a little bit, it is a little concerning. That that platforms are doing this. So, so yeah, that's at least my, my take. take. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> so I think yeah, I, again, just see what precedent kind of gets set with all this, and be interested. But my investing uh, strategy has not changed. I'm still yeah, I like a long term viewpoint. Um, you know, one investment uh, professional always he likes the uh, the tortoise and the hare. You know, mm-hmm. the tortoise usually you know the tortoise always wins when you read that book. And so just slow and steady. I still believe in the, you know, the long-term market. Um, so investing, you know, as we said, in, in uh, index funds or mutual funds, I still like that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so nothing's really changed with that. So I like yeah. that you ended it with that. Um, so I think that's good. Um, I think it was Dave Ramsey. He said that that was the best financial book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. I always thought that was funny. So I think, I think it's interesting that we talk about it because it's kind of, you know, related to what we do but in the end our our strategy is still the same so we still and we want to comfort you guys you know and 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 ask you to consider long-term investments go to our last podcast look at what we talked about dollar cost averaging and other uh videos we've done about investment long-term investments with iras um 401ks uh, retirement accounts and go look at mutual funds things like that we want you to to do that because even though the market may seem volatile and it may seem rigged and things like that, this isn't new. This isn't a new thing. It's just kind of coming to light and people are seeing it. But we know people that have had great success with just long-term investments and the data is there. 
go read the book uh, Everyday Millionaire or The Millionaire Next Door. Um, and actually, they have a revised Millionaire Next Door that I'm going to be reading soon uh, that's more focused towards uh, the 21st century. And, you know, those those systems, those processes that we teach, it, it works. And, and you know, the, the risk is little um, and the, the, the story is still the same. Invest. When's the best time to invest? Now. How much should I invest consistently? And how much how much money should I invest? About fifteen percent of your income. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep saying that no matter what's happening in the market right now. That being said though, it's got some good memes. Kind of interesting. Yeah. They're, really they're, funny memes. Funny. So check them out. And good and tweets. Good tweets. Yeah, really funny. So I think we're getting close on on time, but I did want to plug briefly, maybe we'll talk about it more in another um, episode, but I didn't want to plug your, your blog post that you've come oh, out yeah. recently with. Uh, so just, you know, quick, like two minute synopsis on, uh, maybe what you wrote about, and then we can just briefly discuss that. Yeah. Um, let me pull it up right quick. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's the truth about mortgages. And so, um, I just, just quickly, briefly, uh, just kind of like give a, a detailed analysis, uh, to an ex to, to a point about just mortgages terms, rates, things like that, and then kind of what we see as a goal mortgage, um, the best way to save money long-term and keeping margin in mind, but in a more long-term sense. And I talk about the 15-year uh, versus a 30-year, how much money you can save with a 15-year. And even though you know there's less payments monthly with a 30-year, and you may think, oh, I'm building more margin that way, think of it in a long-term sense, and you actually save money with a 15-year than a 30-year. And then after 15 years, you don't have any um, income or you have significantly less of your income going to housing that you could then build your margin from there. So just kind of like look at those points, talking about, you know, fixed rate versus variable rate, why we recommend a fixed rate. Um, and then just kind of saying, you know, hey, everybody's situation is different. This is a goal. This is my goal. I may not do it exactly, but this is what, what I'd like to do just because it would save me the most money create margin in the best long-term situation but everybody's different everyone's situation's different your rent may be crazy and it may just be better to do a 30-year and so you know and the, and the rates could change and, and you know it's just it, it's crazy so it's more of an educational with a goal and then an explanation of of trying to just reach that goal and if you can it's okay just do your best everybody's situation's different and of course and if you guys you know if you have a crazy situation and it's not really covered in the blog ask us uh go to www.willandcody.com we're here ask us any question you like social media send us a message on facebook or instagram um or tiktok or pinterest or youtube i have no we've got it all we're everywhere so <laughs> wherever you find us just just do that um we'd love to answer your questions we'd love to talk to you even something personal we won't mention on the blog if or on the podcast if you don't want us to uh, if you just want just Will and Cody's personal opinions about a situation, just just go ahead and send it our way. And uh, but if you do want it featured on the podcast, we'll do that. And if you want to be featured on the podcast, we'll consider that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, anyway, www.willandcody.com. Uh, we've got a good contact us page. You can take a look at that and uh, submit your questions. So yeah, but check out uh, that. Yeah, check out that blog post Cody put out. I think you did a good job trying to balance it as well as explain like all the different points to look at in a mortgage. And then, as you mentioned, you know, it, every situation is different. Um, and so I'd also say, you know, 
what may be the best financial situation may not be the best, you know, like uh, emotional. So it's like, how do you, what would be the best, you know, for you personally, it may not be the best mathematical, you know, uh, best situation. So some people, you know, they maybe could invest more for a third, you know, using a 30 year mortgage than they could at 15. But some people like the confidence of in 15 years, I will own hundred percent, you know, the, my house. So it, there's trade-offs. So I like that point that it's definitely based off the individual, um, you know, you can kind of cater to that, but I like that you put, you know, your, your goal, but it doesn't always have to look exactly like that. Um, but again, yeah, if you ask us questions, if you have any, um, about that blog post or really anything. So we're happy to, to answer it. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up. We're hitting about 36, 37 minutes. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up a little bit longer than last time, but uh, we wanted to kind of cover the recent events and then of course go over the blog post a little bit. So uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week and uh, maybe the world won't turn upside down. Maybe we'll have a couple of good more memes and uh, uh, survive. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, we do appreciate you guys. That wraps up Will and Cody show episode four. Um, again, if you have any questions, go to www.willandcody.com and submit your questions there. Uh, we really appreciate you listening and we'll see you next time.